If you were no longer affected by the judgment of others and you stopped judging yourself, would you make different choices? Everyone has the potency to make inspired choices. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the creativity that is you. Now, here's the host of Inspired Choices Radio Show, Possibilities Coach, Christine McIver. Well, hello, 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 everyone. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Whether you're listening live or you're listening in the replay, play your contribution is very, very much appreciated. We have a very dynamic show for you tonight, so stick around. It's going to be pretty intense. It's going to be pretty amazing. And I think it's maybe going to change some people's points of view around what else is truly, truly possible. Tonight, I have a wonderful guest, Julio Perkins, who's going to be joining you. We're going to be talking about choosing to live or choosing to die. Touchy conversation and one that we both feel very, very passionate about changing, um, changing the Change of the conversation around it big time. So last week, uh, the show was, Will the Real You Please Stand Up? And uh, I love that show. I had so much fun doing it and really felt like I was uh, on the pulpit because it's time. It's time for each and every one of us to use our voices and to stand up and be who we truly be to create the world that we definitely do desire. So before I bring Julie on, I just want to tell you a little bit about myself. I am a possibilities coach. And what is that? Well, I work with individuals and organizations to change what isn't working in their lives, in their businesses, in their relationships, even in their bodies, to create even greater. And I also work with individuals to move beyond the threshold that they've hit to expand into something more amazing than they've ever had before. I work with them one-on-one or in group settings. I have different programs. I have the pleasure of business a la carte, all about business and getting everything lined up so you can soar. I also have a program called Divorce with Dignity. Whether you're divorcing yourself from a family member, a relationship, or even a job, there's a way to do it that you can create greater out of that and into something even more delicious than you've ever had before. So I love coaching. It's one of my most, most favorite, favorite things. Um, If you would like to coach one-on-one with me, if you'd like to learn more about my programs, you can connect with me through my personal website, inspiredchoices.ca. So on to tonight's show, because I just, I can't wait any longer. I got to bring this woman on and I'm going to read her amazing bio <laughs> and uh, you're going to love her. I, I, I don't even remember when I first met Julie, um, probably about 16 lifetimes ago, I'm assuming, because from the second we met in this lifetime, it felt like we were, we've known each other forever. Julie Perkins is an amazing woman. Since her first trip aboard in 1980 as an exchange student, she has been engaging in life-changing conversations in several languages, including the language of energy, with people from all around the world. Today, her, she continues to love her love of travel, facilitating training programs, coaching clients, and speaking to groups about bringing more consciousness into the world. Hundreds have benefited from her conversations of change as a coach, teacher, motivational speaker, radio show host, international best-selling author, energy work healer, and breast cancer sir, thriver, and shamanic practitioner. These conversations result in a rebirth of natural intuitive abilities and zest for life on planet Earth here and now. 
plus a greater connection between the mind, body, and soul. She is a certified life coach and an associate certified coach, a credential from the International Coaches Federation, with specialties in energy leadership, life transitions, and academic life coaching for teens. She is also an Access Consciousness Facilitator for BARS, Body Processes, Energetic Facelifts, and Right Body for You classes. Julie is known, definitely, for her highly intuitive and dynamic energy, energetic capacities to work with clients' bodies. She is currently living in the mountains of Southern California for a while right now, enjoying the peaceful, natural beauty there. She often takes clients outdoors to show them different perspectives, possibilities, and choices without judgment since that doesn't exist in nature. Always the artist, she loves to create handcrafts like hand-painted silk scarves, scrapbooks of her own photography. She's someone different. She's happy, healthy, and wealthy, a purveyor of possibilities, passionate about living and dying consciously. And she's an invitation to all of that and more for herself, her family, her clients, and her communities. You can definitely connect with Julie at her website, julieoperkins.com, or email her info at julieoperkins.com. Julie, 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 are you there, my darling? I am. Thank you so much. Remind me to thank who wrote that bio. (laughs) They're smart. (laughs) Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah, I'm so glad. We've been talking about having this conversation for some time. And, you know, it, it's it's a big, big conversation and one that might, I don't know, we might even get people upset, but I'm ready to do that. How about you? Yeah, there is a timing to everything, isn't there, right? And, yeah. you yeah. know, this, this topic is particularly timely given that it's National Suicide Prevention Week and it is time to talk more about this mm-hmm. and to ask more questions and create more change and open the doors to more possibility around this. Yeah, totally. I totally agree. Now, Julie, when when did this first jump up into your awareness as being something that required your attention? Like, how many years ago was this kind of popping in your awareness? Well, you know, if I were really being honest, um, I would go all the way back to um, my breast cancer journey. I would go back there. And the choices that I was making on how I was living and the kinds of stress that was being created in my body at the time Mm -hmm. was really a point at where I was thinking like, hey, I am really not living the way that I want to live. And, oh, my gosh, just let me die and get out of here. And even to the point of saying things like, oh, this job is killing me. Or, oh, this uh-huh. life. You know what I mean? It's like, wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. What are you energetically inviting when you say things like that, right? Right. And we say these words all the time. Exactly. Like exactly. we exactly, I, I can hear I can hear myself saying like you're killing me, you know, and we don't think anything of it. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I, I just used to wanna, say, oh, you're slaying me. You're slaying me. <laughs> you're slaying me. <laughs> you're slaying me. You know. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and you so, know, it, it was actually when I got my diagnosis. 
of breast cancer, it was so in my face that I was like, oh my gosh, all of this stress, all of this anxiety has come become wadded up in this little ball called a tumor. And now I have what is known to, what could be, what is known a lot and what has a fear of a lot in this reality as a life-threatening disease. Mm-hmm. That that was an eye-opener. That was right. an eye-opener. And, uh, you know, to answer your question, the beginning point of what I was starting to become aware of about choosing to live and choosing to die. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, when you when you have a disease, when you're when your body is shutting down on you, um and you feel like you're quote unquote having to fight to stay alive, you face that up close and personal. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's the you know, the whispers of awareness have turned into yells, have turned into beating you over the head with a 2 by 4 Hello. <laughs> I have something to share with you. And, you know, what was also really interesting at that time is I had two young kids. And, you know, their ability to try to navigate that with all of the energy and the projections around Mm -hmm. what that meant was also trickling out into their world. Oh, my gosh, what's going to happen with mom? What if she gets really sick? What if she dies? Right. Right. How come I can't go see her right now what you now, mean like because i have a cold and the flu i can't go in and see her because i might make her sick and she's just had chemo and she doesn't have any white blood cells or not a lot of white blood cells and oh my gosh 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 that was all running around through their heads too right so tonight's conversation is choosing to live or choosing to die and most yeah. people would not look at you having a disease, anyone having a disease, as a choice. Exactly. Right? Now, you and I could get into that big part of the conversation. Um, (laughs) But I really want to – I think that's probably another radio show. I really want to stick with what does choosing to live and choosing to die, what is this actually all about? And, and, you know, like we said in the post, did you ever realize that you're actually making a choice in both cases? Exactly. And exactly. And with, so with everything suicide, is, we know this. Yeah. From our work from our work with people, we know that everything is a choice and that everything. choice creates. And we're not a victim of anything. Just to quickly address that one point that you just had, you know. And so yeah, that no, my totally. that that bomb might be edgy right there for some people. People are right. always inclined to think that things are happening to them. That there is no choice. And that yeah, they and I know choosing that. <laughs> I know when people have said that to me, Julie. I wanted to tell them to go to hell, and probably did. And <laughs> why? You know, I kind why? Tell I kind of why? I kind of tell them I to go to hell. Say, um, because I didn't felt I didn't feel like I had choice. And yeah. when when I stepped back and I really started to utilize the tools and really started to look at this. And started to claim, own, and acknowledge that I am creating everything. The empowerment that I started to um, discover and started to utilize in my life was phenomenal. 
But you really, yeah. you've got to come up against these belief systems and really ask yourself, is that really true for you? Yeah. Is that really true for yeah. you, right? So, oh my gosh, we're already at break. But what I want to say <laughs> before we pop off to break is we are really talking about choice and we're also talking about suicide. And I, I really want to encourage anyone that's out there that's listening to this live or in the replay, this is not something that's flippant in our world. This is We know this is a sensitive subject. Um, I personally have been touched by this in my family um, with five people. And, uh, you know, who hasn't been touched by suicide in today's world? Truthfully. Right. But it's very important that we start to look at suicide from all aspects, from all angles, and not just from the, the right or the wrong of it. Because that's where so many of us are getting kicked in the gut around this. And, you know, just quickly to tell you when when the first person in my family chose to leave, chose to commit suicide, um, I was 14 years old. And I'm telling you, talk about gobsmacked. I felt like my feet were in quicksand. And I didn't know what, what way am I supposed to turn? What am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to feel? How am I supposed to process this in my mind? Right. And you know what? For me, Julie, that never changed. There, there was, it didn't last as long. Each time it got less and less time. But there is that momentary like, oh, God, you know, and, and where we feel helpless and hopeless. And yeah, what Julie and I really want to bring to the table as much as we can in one show is talking <laughs> more about that and really exactly. talking about choices. So Julie, when we get back after break, I'd love to look at that and I'd love to have um, your input and, and your experience with, with all of this and what's really prompted you to want to step in and have this conversation tonight. So exactly. everyone... You are listening to Inspired Choices here on the Inspired Choices Network with myself, Christine McIver, and my wonderful guest, Julie O. Perkins. So please stick around. We'll be right back after this short commercial commercial break where we'll be talking more about choosing to live or choosing to die. Many of us make choices in our lives based on the past or what others think. What would our lives be like if we made choices based on what we desire in this moment? By tuning in to Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to create the life and living you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices Radio Show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you ready to have pleasure with your business? Yes, I said pleasure with your business. The pleasure of business a la carte will surprise you with topics like meet yourself in the boardroom, money, services, and you. Expand your visibility. The pleasure of communication. The pleasure of Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Christine McIver has so much pleasure with business 
and loves teaching all things business. Beginning a new business? Desiring to expand a current business? Or looking to resurrect a business that has been dormant? This program will get you fired up and bring more pleasure than you have ever imagined. Exhausted with your excuses for not creating a phenomenal business? Join now for all the pleasure with business. Pleasure of Business Oligarch gives you total choice for what you desire and what your business requires. That's 24 weeks of different topics to choose from with weekly calls, audio and video recordings, and PDFs. This class will have you dive right in and use tools to create the business that has been speaking to you. Go to inspiredchoices.ca for full details or join the Facebook page, Pleasure O Business a la Carte. Now is the time for you and your business. This is Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. I have a wonderful guest, Julio Perkins. And, oh, my gosh, we are talking about a pretty hot topic, um, one that's going to probably provoke, but we're ready to do it. So, Julie, let's get into this, choosing to live or choosing to die. Tell me, tell all of our listeners what this is for you and um, what your experience of suicide has been. Yeah, so the... The choice to live or choice to die, as we talked a little bit about before the break, you know, really started way back earlier in my life, and it's just sort of filtered all through uh, my family life and to this point. So many of you who know me know that we have, uh, we had two kids, and we still have our daughter. Our son is chosen to go beyond his body, and, 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 what would it be like? if the choice to live or the choice to die weren't judged. What if the news that I just shared with you, that my son has chosen to go beyond his body, is no longer a judgeable offense? There's a lot of stigma, a lot of judgment that happens when that choice is made. And... This is why there is so much activity this week and so many people wanting to bring more awareness into the world around this. And my invitation to everyone, my bottom line, is that we do just that, that we bring more awareness to this. Awareness, our innate knowing to this. And not necessarily prevention. Right. Prevention, to me, has the energy of this must be stopped because it's not right, because it's wrong, because it shouldn't be that way, because, because, because. Mm-hmm. And so what would it take to bring more awareness to this choice? 
So may I play the devil's advocate? That's my bottom line. <laughs> and just letting I love that it. ripple out to all your worlds there, people. <laughs> just letting that roll right yeah, through I there. Can, I can see some jaws have dropped. <laughs> yeah. And, and we yeah. are doing radio. So let me be the devil's advocate because I can hear people and I've heard people over the years. Okay? Sure. So some of the things that people say when people choose to leave their body, and I love how you said it, chose, he chose to go beyond his body. Yeah. And I want to ask you about that in a second, but I want to just kind of like, let's just poke the bear here a bit. So a lot of times people will say, you know, that's being selfish. How could they do that to you? Mm-hmm. They must have been really sick. They must have mm-hmm. known what they were doing. I'm uh-huh. sure it was an accident. Somebody wouldn't intentionally do such a thing. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, they say all this stuff like that. Right. No, what just wrong with that? Those, right? What was wrong yeah. with them? I knew that was coming. What was wrong yeah. with them? No what? judgment in any of those statements, right? Right. Right. It's interesting, you know, Julie, my father chose to leave his body, chose to go beyond his body, and... Um, the last time that I saw him in body, he was tired. He was worn yeah. out. He was worn yeah. out. And he was only 67 years old. But honestly, in uh-huh. my mind's eye, he seemed so, and I'm going to say old with quotations around it, because old right. is just, it's, it's, a, it's another judgment. He, his body was worn out. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he wanted rest. And so yeah. what if we were to actually see this in in some cases, what if we were to actually see this like playing soccer? My body's worn out. Exactly. Exactly. And body, what do you require right now? <laughs> right. And body, is it time? And body, what is it time for? Rest, food, sleep? Something else? And you know, yeah, the thing for me is, you know, when someone is in a great deal of pain and they're really, really, really worn out and they're really, they're asking for a break, they're asking for some space, who are we to say, no, 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 you can't go? Exactly. Or and asking for something different, right? Right. And the choosing, the choice, where the choice comes in is when that body and being choose together to create that for themselves. And what makes, what greases the skids, from my interesting point of view, what makes that easier is when there's no judgment around that. So, you know, one of my early experiences was, you know, when a family member died and I knew that he had passed in the night. I just woke up with it. I must have been about seven or eight years old. I just knew and the whole house was full of that energy of wanting to just burst because I could tell that everybody was holding on to it when the energy really wanted to just go and expand, and become part of the oneness or whatever your belief system is. And so I woke up, and I felt like I was holding my breath until they called, you know, my sister and I into the room and sat us down. 
and said, you know, we want to tell you something. And then they delivered the news. And then it was like all I could do, all we could, my sister and I could do was just burst out crying because, you know, I sensed that she was also doing the same thing, kind of holding her breath because we were sensing the hold, the hold on that. And when permission is given to actually talk about it and the news, quote, unquote, is out and or, you know, what would it be like if we could, as you say, Christine, grant that permission, give that permission, which reminds me of another story when another family member was ready um, to go. She was a school teacher, and it was the first day of school for the teachers, and she got up and was extremely tired to the point of where she couldn't even get dressed and decided that she really needed to be taken to the hospital. And she had um, virtually no white blood cell count. She had leukemia. And from the time of that day until she passed was less than six months. So it was pretty far active and she went pretty fast. And there were all points along the way in those six months where she had uh, chosen one more piece, like the uh, rejection of the bone marrow that they tried, that she chose. And somewhere in her universe, I was well aware that 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 wasn't going to create what the rest of the world wanted to create. And what in a, a very kind and loving and gentle way, which was her way, she was creating enough space for the people who were going to be staying embodied to come to the realization that it was her time and that she was choosing to leave. And even up until the very last moment when there was alarms starting to go off and the nurses would keep running in and shutting off the alarms and then another alarm would go off. It wasn't until her spouse leaned over and said to her, it's all right now, you can rest, you can go, that finally mm-hmm. all the alarms went off and she was gone. So uh-huh. you know, what I'm really always very curious about is what if we didn't judge that and what if we were there to have that person's back and support uh-huh. them and whatever they wanted to do. And up until that point, showing them all the possibilities, asking the questions, okay? Because right. in the case of suicide, what, what I am aware of is that the, the energy, that energy that wants to explode and be expansive, the energy of their being, that natural state of being that they are, which is expansion, gets contracted and it gets funneled down to a point where there is seemingly only one way. And if you look right. at the definition of the word choice, the word choice means to pick from many options. And when there's one, right. then to me that's not the definition of true choice. So no, you're what right. would it be like if we could be that space of all possibilities and... Right be that space of no judgment and total allowance if out of all the possibilities the one choice truly is to go beyond the body. What would a right. world be like with that in it? That's the question you know, I've been asking. I love what you're talking about, about the judgment piece. And I really, I'd like to talk about that for just a minute. When When we're talking about not having judgment around any of it and really from when someone is having a conversation 
or someone is, is saying something about how they're feeling and that they would really like to leave their body, when we don't have any judgment in it, or no, I'm going to go on the other side, when we have judgment in it, and where most people feel like they have to come from is they feel like they have to come from a place of, no, 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 don't do that, don't do that. Like the wrongness, yeah. right? I can remember, yeah. well, you know, I there was a time that I was suicidal, Julie. And when I told someone, that was their reaction. And yeah. honestly, it felt like the only thing I could do was say, it's like I was fighting for what what was in front of me. And I said, no, 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 I need to, this is what I'm going to choose. This is what I need to choose. Right? It was like, yeah. it didn't make it. It didn't expand it. It didn't increase my choices when somebody said, no, 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 don't do that. Right. And if you're like me and most of us, when somebody tells you not to do something, we're like, I'm like what? What do you mean? I can't do that. I like to have the option right. to do that, you know, and you right. kind of go right. the resistance and reaction back, which is adding gasoline onto a fire that's already burning pretty bright at the moment and pretty fiercely. So, right. you know, again, what can we do to be kind of like not fan the flames, but just kind of right. sit there next to but the fire can you with imagine, them? Sit there. Can you imagine somebody saying, exactly, can you imagine somebody actually saying, this is what I want to choose, and you say, okay, yeah, if, if that will honor you, if that will honor you, okay, do you know what they do? They look at you like, what? Now they don't have to fight for their right to choose it. Exactly. Now they get to actually look at it. Exactly. Exactly. And you're sitting there looking at it with them, and we know from quantum physics that you can change molecules just by looking at them. So you've right. got the person who's saying this, and now you, both looking at this. Right. And what if we were all looking at this differently? Right. Woo! And what if we were willing to actually have a conversation as opposed to going into doing the right thing for the person who obviously is sad, who obviously needs help, who obviously is messed up. Yeah, which is all judgment, right? right? I was going to say, no judgment there, right? (laughs) Uh, So we're going to take a really quick little break, and when we get back, we're going to dive right back into this. You are listening to Julie Perkins and myself talking about choosing to live or choosing to die. Stick around, everybody. We'll be right back. Many of us make choices in our lives based on the past or what others think. What would our lives be like if we made choices based on what we desire in this moment? By tuning in to Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to create the life and living you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices Radio Show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How long have you been waiting to uncloak your magic? To allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible. 
Live Your Magic is a two-and-a-half-day experience that will move you beyond your mind, ignite your body, and activate the magic that is you. If you are ready to radically tap into your desires, generate more aliveness in your body and your life, then join us at a Live Your Magic event somewhere in the world. Go to megansolito.com and click on events to learn more today. That's M-E-G-A-N-S-I-L-L-I-T-O. This is Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program. Okay, welcome back, everyone. We are talking with Julie Perkins tonight about choosing to live or choosing to die. Julie, before I jump back into the conversation, let all of our listeners know what are you creating in the world, how can they find you, and where can they choose to play with you? Well, yeah, thank you, Christine, for that invitation. So um, right now, I am in the midst of creating some group coaching programs around major life transitions of one of which is this around this point of choosing to live and choosing to die. So um, I work with people who are in life-threatening disease, quote-unquote, and um, so a lot of breast cancer patients and who are in the challenges of navigating what that means. And we work on the energetics of that, the energetics that contribute to perhaps what has been going on with their bodies and with their lives. And so that's just a one example of the group coaching programs. I'm also doing some more writing and some more talking, one of my favorite things, like on this, this radio show. <laughs> and if there's, if there's more that you'd like to find out, you can feel free to contact me through my website, which is www.julioperkins.com, and you can email me through there, and even set up a complimentary energetic match session to see if we are a match to work together because that is oh so important to me for me and my clients to have that kind of congruent energy so that we can rock it and create dynamic and fast change. Yes, let's do more of that. Julie's phenomenal to work with, my friends. Connect with her. You will be happy you did. (laughs) So um, we have got some phenomenal conversation going on in the chat room, and I really want to look to some of it. We have um, Sue who says that her aunt died last week a few days after her 90th birthday. She had said she wanted to leave her body and join her husband who left his two years ago. As I listen to your conversation, I realize how little judgment we tend to have when somebody makes this choice in later years compared to when they are younger. Absolutely. Like how much judgment do we have about age appropriateness, right? Exactly. Right. So because, you know, you're supposed to live your life, live to a certain age, and then it becomes more and more appropriate after that for you to leave and depart. So the judgment is less lessening as we age, kind of a really interesting, weird uh, place. But, hey, that's kind of how many of us were brought up to believe. That's kind of how many of the philosophies, how many of the religions are. And so, you know, what 
I'm wondering, Christine, you want to play with me for a little bit here? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you ready? Okay, so yes. So I um, let's and to Christine, to everybody out there listening now or in the future, just notice your what comes up for you and what points of view you have when I talk about certain people that I'm going to describe here and how they're choosing to live or die. Okay. So. Okay. Um, Sue's grandma dying on her 90, after, just after her 90th birthday. And anything that's bringing up for you, let's destroy and create the energy of that so we can kind of just clear that out. Right on, give that pocket mm-hmm. with beyond. Go ahead, Christine. Um, it was just light. It was just like, yeah. <laughs> I nearly saw um the 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 spirit of the person flying like just uh, yay yeah. next adventure exactly okay so now let's try this one on ready mm-hmm. someone who's been struggling with a debilitating illness that is decimating their body and they pass away after 7 years of the struggle well i'm getting a number of things so the first thing, as you were speaking, was the minute they leave their body, they, they breathe, <laughs> which they're not in their yeah. body, so they're not breathing, but that's what I got, like, oh, I can breathe. Like, oh, like relief. And so even, exactly. you know, that, that, that can be shroud, enshrouded with that, oh, thank goodness, what a relief for them, and what a relief for their family. That must have been so tough on all of them. Oh, my gosh, what a relief, what a relief, what a relief. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how about this one? Five-year-old playing on the sidewalk, chases his ball into the street, gets struck and killed by an oncoming car. (laughs) Intense. Yeah. Intense. Yeah. Yeah, what comes up? Um... Oh my God, tragedy! Oh my God, oh my God! Like people screaming with intensity. Yeah, tragedy, intensity. This shouldn't be happening. This can't be happening. Oh my God, how could this have happened? Such a shame. Yeah, such a shame. Yeah, and so, wow, and so you know, in the chat room, we got my body gasped to the five-year-old, and so everything that brought up. And all that's creating your world right now, destroying and create all that, right and wrong, good yes. and bad, talk and plot, all nice, just boys and beyond. Go ahead and release the imagery and the energy of that. <coughs> okay. Thank you. And so that is just one example. All right. So, and we touched upon it already. It's like it's more okay to, to leave later and it's not okay to leave sooner. And what is that creating around the choice to live and the choice to die? Why do people hang in there? How many of you have ever known somebody who's like hanging around and has been dying since you met them? Oh, I got this or that going on my body and I'm going to be leaving soon. I know I am. You know, we all had a family member. I, I know somebody said they had a family member who was like that, that when she met her and 20 years later, she was still saying that. I'm going to die soon. 
I got this going oh on. But gosh. for 20 years, she just kept going on and on and on and on because she didn't want to miss anything. And again, <laughs> that's the choice. But at the same time, how nerve-wracking could that be for the rest of the family, right? And the people yeah. who are caretaking her. She's in. She's out. She's in her body. She's going to go out. Right. <laughs> you know, and then she's up. She's out. She's in. She's out. You know. And then the people who are caretaking her are just like, what the hell? You know, and no judgment there as well. So, again, <laughs> what would be different if we didn't have judgment? about yeah. what people were creating, what they were choosing. Yeah, it's 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 a very challenging space to be in because we care and we love about people, love love people. We don't want them to go. I mean, I can tell you that the people who have left in my family, I miss them all of the time. And oh, yeah. I miss I miss putting my arms around them. I miss hearing their laughter. Oh my gosh, I miss exactly. the laughter so, so much, right? And I also look to what they were creating, where they were in their lives, and how much intensity was not fun for them. So if we really saw that life was about creating and having fun and enjoying being in body, when that's no longer occurring, why is it a wrongness? for them to choose a different path? Great question. Why is it a wrongness? Why is it a wrongness to choose a different path? Yeah. And, you know, something else that was actually just kind of coming up recently with the recent hurricanes, and anybody who's been watching the news, you have probably heard dozens, if not hundreds of stories about people rallying together and helping each other out beyond um, socioeconomic status, beyond race, religion, creed, all of, all of that, just bonding together and really desiring to help each other and to make a difference. And isn't it interesting, though, that it took, like, that kind of look into the face of death, so to speak, that that's only when we were willing to be that, to really be ourselves and to be that kindness and that gentleness and that space of yeah. being that we innately are and that we were only willing to do that in the face of impending doom or death. Right. You know, so why, well, so for what, for what reason, you know, what would it take to change that too? How is it that we got to this place where we are judging death, deaths that are before its time, and or not choosing to be ourselves out in the world until death comes swirling around at our front door, like in the form of a hurricane mm -hmm. or something. How is it right. that we got to this place? And sometimes I ask that question just because I'm curious, and sometimes I just don't care anymore about why it happened or how is it that we got here. What I'm right. really interested in now is what would it take to change this? What would it take well, to change this? I know for myself, I'm tired of the same old hopeless, helpless feelings. 
and I'm tired of actually looking at the person as a victim because I know that when I look at anyone that's a victim, I am buying the lie that they are are not potent, that they don't have choice. And everyone's very choice. Nobody, nobody's a victim, and it's so judgmental. When we look at someone and say, oh, poor so-and-so, they just, you know, they just, you know, their life was terrible, this, that, and the other thing. Excuse me. They're not victims. They're not less than you or me. Right. And, you know, know, I always ask, please don't lay that, please don't impel that energy. Don't lay that over them. Don't impel that energy into the universe. And, you know, everything that you said, yes, and also for me, I realized that I was getting really annoyed with people who were doing that, who were going into victim, who were acting mm-hmm. pathetic. And I was like, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> Can't you see we- this from where I'm seeing this? And for, you know what that means, right? People only accuse others of what they themselves are doing. A lot right. of that was still in my world. I could be everybody so- else's cheerleader, not my own. I could be for right. everybody else, but they required me to be but I couldn't be there for myself and what if the answer to the question of what would it take to change this starts at home starts with us taking a good hard look at are we choosing to live or choosing to die what are our choices today creating in our future is it creating the future or is it decaying the future hmm exactly Hmm. exactly that's a great great question the energy that each of us be, where we operate from, contributes. And and yes. if we are coming from that space of victim or no choice, what is that actually creating in our world? Okay, we are up to the last break. We're going to take a quick little break. We're going to be back with Julie, and we're going to wrap up this conversation that I've been have, trying to have for months and months and months, and now it's just about over. But anyway, stay tuned. We'll be right back. <laughs> Many of us make choices in our lives based on the past or what others think. What would our lives be like if we made choices based on what we desire in this moment? By tuning in to Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to create the life and living you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices Radio Show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you ready to have pleasure with your business? Yes, I said pleasure with your business. The pleasure of business a la carte will surprise you with topics like meet yourself in the boardroom, money, services, and you. Expand your visibility. The pleasure of communication. The pleasure of Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Christine McIver has so much pleasure with business and loves teaching all things business. Beginning a new business, desiring to expand a current business, or looking to resurrect a business that has been dormant. This program will get you fired up and bring more pleasure than you have ever imagined. Exhausted with your excuses for not creating a phenomenal business? Join now for all the pleasure with business. Pleasure of Business a la carte gives you total choice for what you desire 
and what your business requires. That's 24 weeks of different topics to choose from with weekly calls, audio and video recordings, and PDFs. This class will have you dive right in and use tools to create the business that has been speaking to you. Go to inspiredchoices.ca for full details or join the Facebook page, Pleasure O Business a la Carte. Now is the time for you and your business. This is Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. We are having a phenomenal conversation with Julie Perkins about choosing to live or choosing to die. There is a fact, we could talk about this, first of all, Julie, for days. <laughs> yeah. Right? And I think we have, haven't we? All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you and me, for sure. Um, but there is a great question that Carol asked in the chat room. How do we start a conversation that doesn't come from prevention or judgment? And she goes on to say, or more importantly, how do we respond when someone else starts that conversation about suicide? Yeah. And so uh, for me, it's the conversation sounds like, um, well, and actually there was another question I want to tie into here. It's like, why is it we sympathize with physical pain more than with emotional pain? And so whether the person is choosing or looking at choosing suicide because of any kind of pain, um, we tend to shy away from the stuff that we don't know, and we tend to shy away from doing or being anything that might actually push them over the edge, so to speak. So to answer your question, to me, what it looks like is being yourself, being really aggressively present with yourself, and with that presence, you will become aware of whatever energy around you that may be requiring contribution or desiring contribution or asking for a contribution and walking straight to and through and into that energy. So to me, the conversation sounds like, hi, what's up? With a huge smile on my face. Cool. And just being there and not being afraid or timid right? or sympathizing or empathizing. Or fixing, okay, so what does it do? Or healing it do or rescuing? We, <laughs> what does it do when we sympathize or try to rescue? And you already touched upon it. When we try to sympathize or rescue, it is a huge invalidation of their being. It's basically telling them that they can't do this and that we'll have to do it for them. Oh, let me help you with this. I can see that you're having trouble and you don't, you know, you're not able to handle this. So let me swoop in and rescue you and save you and fix you. Yeah. Yeah. And in in a sense, we're judging them. So anywhere that you've been the fixable offense in someone else's life, 
let's try and create all that energy because that yeah. seems really huge <laughs> to me right now. Right, And what would it be like if we could just be with somebody and say, hey, I'm here and you're here right in this moment. Right. And cool. what have can I contribute to you? Let's yeah. have a conversation. And, and that's, a, where, and that's where my chatty advantage comes in. Since I like to talk, right. I got that going on. That's where, that's where the chatty advantage goes on. So we just we just have a couple minutes left. Oh my gosh! One of the things that I'd like to bring forth is if you don't believe that someone's open to the conversation that Julie and I are having tonight, just be with the person. Just be with them. Exactly. Don't go in. Don't go into the right or wrong. Just be present with them and maybe ask them a question. Um, you don't have to solve it. And most people that are in that space, um, they just, they oftentimes would like to be heard, especially yeah. if a family member has gone by their choice. So it's heard um, and acknowledged, that's what we all desire. And the question could be as simple as, hey, you hungry? Why don't you yeah. something to eat? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Drink. Good one. So if you'd like to hear more of this conversation with Julie and I, let us know. Um, we're open to having more of it. We're open to seeing what else is possible and uh, what else we can contribute in the world with what we're aware of and um, really looking at how we could change that. Julie, thank you so much for being here with me today. I so adore you and I'm so grateful for <laughs> being, playing, and, and having you in my life. You are an amazing woman. Thank you, Christine, and thank you for the willingness to go into this terrain, this territory, because this is a landscape that we often don't like to traverse and to look at and to play in. And so what would it take right. to change that? Exactly. Well, we're doing it right now, girlfriend. We just did. <laughs> We've already got an on-court show on this topic in the chat room. There you go. There's one. Okay, thank you. There we go. Joining us. <laughs> thank you, everyone, for joining us today. Uh, would love to hear from you, comments, questions. What would you like to hear on the radio? Uh, please connect with me, Christine, at inspiredchoices.ca. And remember, wherever you are, whatever you're doing in the world, you always can make another choice. You are not a victim. You have potency and power to change your world and contribute to the rest of us. So grateful for each and every one of you. Bye for now. Thank you for choosing to listen to Inspired Choices Radio Show. Christine McIver will return next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by making the choices that bring you all that you desire.